Will we see another Bitcoin correction this week heading into Chinese New Year? What is going on in the Ethereum network and why are Chainlink and Polkadot maybe some interesting investments this week? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. So in today's episode, we will focus on four coins. We will focus on Bitcoin mainly because there are some interesting articles and maybe trade setups for the traders out there. We'll talk about Ethereum, what is going on in that network. And then we'll also have a look at Chainlink as well as Polkadot. So a very focused episode today, but I do think it does make sense, especially considering that a lot of the cryptos are kind of intertwined and moving together in this process price area. Now, the first thing is this article here. It says that, and of course, the picture is a bit representative of the market saying that going into Chinese New Year this week, the market will start off slowly. So the Asian market hasn't really moved the Bitcoin price a lot. When this article came out, the price was even 38,000 US dollars. Currently, it's around 37.3. And I would expect kind of a bit more slower movement from China and the general Asian market. Now, the big question, of course, is will the US market play a role here, especially with the Fed and the Biden executive order on cryptocurrencies? We'll talk about that in a few seconds. But I think what we have to mention is this article right here from The Guardian came out yesterday and saying, how do we solve Bitcoin's carbon problem? And again, a very kind of one-sided article, in my opinion, in regards to kind of the carbon issue that we're talking when it comes to cryptocurrencies. And you have seen the headlines, right? The typical headline is Bitcoin is using more energy than country XYZ. And the kind of CO2 emissions of Bitcoin are costing us this and that. And the big question is, on one side, do we need to solve this problem on proof of work and Bitcoin side, or do we need to kind of solve the education and the transparency regarding mining? Because let's be honest, if we kind of look at the entire financial market or in the entire kind of money market, the CO2 emissions would be way, way higher than, of course, the Bitcoin emissions. But we are looking at this Bitcoin problem from a very one-sided perspective and ignoring the fact that that 70% of the Bitcoin mining equipment is coming from kind of renewable energy. So the energy kind of source is renewable. And this again is a lot of time not discussed. And as well as issues such as the general um, headlines that are causing this uh, FUD, right? Fear, uncertainty, doubt, FUD that is causing, let's call it miseducation, right? But again, let's have a look at more on the kind of the focus on the trading setup, of course. Before we do that, though, one very important article here as well, a very interesting list of publicly traded companies that hold Bitcoin. A lot of people do think that Tesla and Square are kind of the biggest companies that potentially do hold Bitcoin. And in this case, actually, the kind of stat shows you something different, right? It's MicroStrategy that has the biggest holdings in terms of kind of Bitcoin pure value. And there it's even followed by Galaxy Digital. And Galaxy Digital is very focused on the crypto market so no surprise there at all when it comes to crypto holdings and of course you do see some other interesting companies as well of course coinbase which had an ipo uh, last year and then you 
you also see some mining companies that do hold some um, Bitcoin on their books. Now, the big question, of course, will we see another big company get into the Bitcoin game and put Bitcoin onto their books? That's the big question, which will be a bit unclear kind of going into this week, because right now I don't think we will see a major announcement. Last year, this week, approximately, we've had the Tesla announcement regarding the cryptocurrencies. So potentially we could see something similar from the Q1 uh, investment of a big company. But let's focus on the general trading setup. How are we looking on the, let's say, more technical side? Because the fundamental side, it hasn't changed a lot. Of course, the carbon story is one thing. Then um, the general kind of inflation hedge is another story. But the main kind of issue that we are seeing right now is, of course, kind of this correlation between the stock market and the crypto market as well. And of course, if we look at this graph right here, quite interesting, we have the MACD or the MACD, um, which has flipped negative and hasn't flipped negative in a long time. And we have seen kind of a similar pattern in 2017, 2018, just after kind of the bigger crash that we've experienced after this all-time high of around 20K, once it flipped, it turned really bearish in the coming months. So it took quite uh, a while to kind of recover again, almost a year. And then, of course, going into 2019 and 2020, we've seen kind of the reversal of the Bitcoin price. Now, if we look at the stats right here, we can see that the MACD has flipped negative the first time in a very long time again. And it's the third straight monthly loss that we've experienced on the crypto market. So the big question is, will this indicator be enough for us to say, yeah, we're definitely bearish and we'll probably move into a multi-month bearish uh, setup here? I'm not completely sure of course the global tightening is also another point for example here on twitter we can see that the different banks are kind of um, saying that we will see different hikes in terms of the fed upping the rates right jp morgan is saying five hikes this year three next year bank of america saying seven this year four next year morgan stanley four this year and deutsche bank is saying five this year and three next year the big question is is this already priced into the crypto market Assuming we will see something between four and five hikes this year, is this already represented in the crypto market? I'm a bit unsure. And if we look at this, for example, as well, the bad news keep on coming. Last week, we've heard that the SEC is, is having kind of an eye on DeFi protocols in general and is even saying that DeFi might be really problematic for American investors. Of course, this is another blow for the crypto markets in general. And this, I think the, the part that I marked here is also super important, right? The Biden administration's upcoming executive order on crypto ostensibly moves forward to February could put the cat among the pigeons once again in terms of already battered sentiment. Now there is an infra infrastructure bill that we will uh, that the US people will discuss or let's say the parliament will discuss generally having kind of more disadvantages treatment of cryptos in general especially for the mining companies so there is a risk that this law if it passes of course could really put um, a hold on the general crypto market in the US. I'm not completely sure it will get through because I'm seeing more and more kind of support from different politicians in the US. But of course, this could kind of uh, put a stop onto the price 
in uh, the US as well. Now, what we're seeing very, very interesting here, one stat is this, the BTC amount of supply last active between five to seven years. And this amount seems to get higher and higher, meaning a lot of people are holding with diamond hands onto their Bitcoin bought in the last couple of years. The rate is going up and up. And the question is, are they trusting the system? Is it because they know something that we don't? And that is kind of the stat that we are having a look at here. But let's discuss what other kind of big traders in the crypto community are saying. Here we have someone saying that kind of this range between uh, 33 and 39.6, this could be quite interesting. Until we cross 39.6, we actually won't be bullish. And that could take quite a while then we have another uh, trader here saying continues to struggle with 38.5 and this is the area that btc needs to weekly candle close above to ensure upside beyond 39,000. so very similar range here another trader pentoshi is saying while bitcoin price action is certainly bearish fundamentals are at an all-time high it's going to lead the renewable energy revolution while getting mass adoption from local government and nation states personally look forward to having any opportunities to compound if we trade this 29 to 40,000 range for long so again it is this range that i have drawn as well and what we are seeing here is that or the traders are saying that between this range it actually could be quite an interesting trade because the fundamental values are actually uh, still very very positive again uh, the only kind of uh, kind of point that could put a stop onto this would be the executive order from Biden getting through and kind of crypto getting blocked in the US. Now, if we zoom in here, I've seen this pattern right here. So again, we've had a very strong correction, just very similar as in May. And here we have kind of ranged a bit down and then kind of moved up and then moved, of course, into all time high. The big question is, will we see a similar pattern here? And it would actually kind of a confluence with our theory that this range between 29,000 and 40,000 could actually be an interesting range. So it could be very well that kind of this range will hold up. We're going down. We will probably bounce from 29 to 30 and then go back to 40, maybe get rejected and then go down again. The big question is, will this range hold? In my opinion, kind of with the news going and the entire market expecting something negative these days, I think it is possible. Um, will we see kind of wicks to lower than this? I don't think so. I do think that a lot of people are waiting on the sidelines for 28, 29,000 US dollars. They probably have their buy orders in already. So I wouldn't, to be honest, expect us to go much lower than this. But again, this is crypto, very volatile, very wild west action going on. So in my opinion, the Bitcoin price between 29 and 40, interesting range. You could either try to trade the range, so kind of down to 29 and up to 40, or you can even draw it a bit tighter you can uh, bring the price maybe up here to around 31 32 but i would still kind of keep it at around 29,000. and this range in my opinion could be quite an interesting range to trade now what about ethereum of course ethereum is kind of fighting the same fate if we think about it because once bitcoin drops ethereum drops and then the altcoins drop and you have to keep in mind that i've mentioned that last week as well 
when the Bitcoin price drops, the altcoins actually drop way stronger. With Ethereum, it's kind of more hand in hand. We've seen that Ethereum has also dropped, but not as strongly. And in Ethereum's case, we can look at um, kind of articles like this. The race to dominate the DeFi ecosystem is on. So on 22nd of January in The Economist, We've seen words about DeFi and kind of the DeFi ecosystem and why Ethereum is losing market share. The article is going into kind of this area that gas fees are super high, scalability is an issue and other very interesting coins such as Avalanche, Polygon and Solana are getting into this space and potentially even stealing market share from Ethereum. And we have looked at all of these alternatives, right? And we will even look at one of those alternatives kind of down below in the video. I think one uh, thing that is quite interesting in this comparison between Bitcoin and Ethereum is of course the Ethereum uh, inflation rate, right? And comparing to Bitcoin, the inflation rate of Ethereum was always super high or higher. And what we've experienced here with AIP1559, and I have to apologize for this pixelated screenshot, but essentially we are here at this three-month inflation rate. And we can see that in August, once EIP1559 was implemented, the inflation rate actually dropped very, very low and even lower than Bitcoin, meaning that the inflation rate of Ethereum is much lower than Bitcoin and potentially, and this is um, here a Twitter uh, user saying that Ethereum is becoming the hardest money in the world. So hard money, sound money, these are words and, and kind of descriptions that a lot of crypto people usually use to uh, kind of define and explain how Bitcoin's money uh, theory or money algorithm is working. And we're seeing something very similar in Ethereum's case. So the big question is, will we see kind of the similar adoption towards Ethereum compared to Bitcoin. Now, other news in the Ethereum space is here generally from a trading perspective, the Ethereum price risks dropping to 2000 on bear flag setup. So we can see here a, a couple of kind of flag poles in this trade setup. I will look at the chart in a short second and they are targeting at around uh, 2000 US dollars for the Ethereum price. We will see a very similar range, similar to Bitcoin when it comes to the crypto price here. Again, the rates, the Fed rates, of course, is also important in the Ethereum ecosystem. But again, kind of the pioneer in terms of price exploration will be the Bitcoin price. And in this next news story, we will discuss Ethereum hash rate scores new all-time high as POS migration underway. Very, very interesting because until now we've looked mainly at the Bitcoin hash rate and now the interesting part will be, of course, the Ethereum hash rate. Now, the hash rate, of course, is very relevant to the proof-of-work um, algorithm in general. And the question is, how will this kind of influence people's fundamental views when it changes to uh, proof-of-stake? And we can see here that the, the, the Ethereum hash rate has been steadily going high. Very similarly, by the way, to Bitcoin. And usually we can say that the hash rate is kind of going before price. So if the hash rate goes up, usually the price follows. So from a hash rate perspective, from the fundamental mining perspective, it is very possible 
that Ethereum's price will actually increase in the coming months. Now, one important thing is that they will remove the use of all Ethereum 2 or 2.0 uh, words and terminology on ethereum.org. They explain this kind of mainly with the focus that a lot of people are trying to scam other people using these Ethereum 2.0 names and terminology, and they're kind of more bad mental models versus um, just talking about Ethereum in general and the Ethereum roadmap in general. So of course, Ethereum 2.0, one of the major kind of uh, important developments in the Ethereum space, big question, of course, how will it affect the price? Now, looking at the chart, we can see a very similar and I can zoom here out actually I can also have a look at the weekly and the weekly looks a bit more dire compared to the daily but usually I would say this range should hold up so if we've defined kind of a bigger range in Bitcoin's case of 29 to 40 I would say the the similar range here and if we can remove this is around 1798 to about 3000 US dollars so I would expect similar Similar movement here, kind of going down, bouncing right back up, then going up and maybe even ranging for a while before actually shooting through. Now, one thing or one theory that could actually go against this is essentially the NFT theory, because what we're seeing in the NFT space right now doesn't look like a bearish market at all. We're seeing all time highs on all the major projects, and I would expect this to continue for the coming weeks until we will probably see a blow off top and then people will again focus on cryptocurrencies. So for now, this will probably hold true unless we are seeing the correction in the NFT space earlier because then I would expect the Ethereum price to shot through the roof or maybe even vice versa. So first the Ethereum price, then the NFT market correcting. So this is kind of my theory going into the, let's say the, the next six to nine months, I would expect the NFT market to continue producing gains and then once the ethereum price picks back up i would expect the nft market to cool down so very very similarly as we've seen last year in january when the first nft or the big nft hype started and then kind of died down in february march then we've seen the crazy crypto run which died down in may and then we've seen the second nft cycle so it's very counter cyclical when we're comparing nfts and ethereum markets in general now looking at another coin we can also discuss Chainlink. very interesting announcement here Chainlink capital targets 100 million us dollars in assets for two crypto funds they're calling it the fund of funds and it, it's a separate firm that wants to raise 100 million US dollars for its AMA and Luna funds. Now, very important, Chainlink Capital isn't related to the Chainlink token and protocol, but it's using the name kind of as a separate arm in order to invest into different cryptocurrencies. Because don't forget, Chainlink is still one of the companies that is supporting the entire DeFi ecosystem with, with different protocols and different tokens and so on. So I do expect this to play a role also in their partnerships when it comes to the Chainlink price in general. And we're staying with Chainlink Labs or Chainlink Capital because they are hiring the DM co-creator 
Christian Catalini as a technical advisor. Now, very important here. Um, we haven't talked about Facebook's DM project, but it very much looks like the DM project is dead now. They're selling parts of it to Silvergate Capital for 2 million. So the DM Association, which by the way, is founded in Switzerland, I think in Geneva, is probably selling its technology to Silvergate Capital and winding down the project. This was a huge issue uh, when it first came out because the crypto people were saying, no, we don't want to do anything with Facebook. But now actually people from this project are moving into the crypto space, namely Catalini. So Catalini is one of the co-creators and he was the chief economist of the DM Association. So he knows what he's talking about when it comes to kind of regulating stable coins, kind of building these mechanisms and so on and they will primarily focus on the cross-chain interoperability protocol a new international standard for decentralized inter-blockchain messaging data and token movements so again super bullish for Chainlink as a whole I do believe Chainlink is currently a bit undervalued if we look at the price here we can see that the bottom of around 13.4 is actually holding up quite nicely I would be surprised if it drops below this now, of course, if the Bitcoin price drops very strongly, then this could be an issue. But in my opinion, this should actually hold up really nicely and should kind of provide us with a very interesting setup for the coming months. And now talking about another alternative on uh, for Ethereum is Polkadot's technology, right? And Polkadot Parachain here, Astar Network is raising 22 million US dollars from Polychain, Alameda Research, Crypto.com, Animal Ventures, Alchemy Ventures, and so on and so forth. Now, Astar Network was actually one of the winners of the Parachain auction. Again, super bullish for the Polkadot ecosystem as a whole, but we haven't seen really a lot of price action in the Polkadot ecosystem. Now, before I jump into the chart, very interesting announcement here from CoinShares. They have launched staked Tezos and Polkadot ETP projects, um, calling kind of the CDOT and XTZ as a project very interesting and actually you can trade those on uh, swiss code already so you can see here uh, the product c dot for example this is the polka dot product and the uh, tezos product is also available so if you look for kind of coin shares you can see all of their products here and um, trading on swiss code so actually this could be an interesting way for you if you want kind of indirectly to uh, trade these products versus going directly into the coin Talking about the coin, let's have a look at the chart and we can see kind of an interesting range here. Now Polkadot is holding up nicely above 17 US dollars. In my opinion, this could potentially drop down and kind of range in here. So if we're saying Bitcoin will range, I would expect here a correction down to around 10 US dollars and then it ranges until it breaks out of that range. So for me, interesting range around 10.94 and 17.37. Interesting developments generally in the Polkadot ecosystem, the price movement have been a bit more slowly. So the big question is what are the reasons? I've talked about these reasons in last week's episode. So make sure you check out this video um, if you want to see kind of how the Polkadot system System has evolved and why it potentially hasn't um, been a top gainer in the last couple of months. That was it from the crypto market talk this week. Make sure to subscribe to this channel to not miss any crypto news and I will see you on the next one.